0: Goddamn boy, fuck on around. They be a boy. I mean, they be a boy. They be a boy. Goddamn boy. Welcome to another episode of the OOP. It's your boy, Goo And you know what we do? Ooh, look at them bars, bruh. Get these hoes away from me. Shoe Mmm. That nigga bad at it. Boo Mmm. Mm. He and the gang, nigga. Crew op. Stop it, nigga. Stop it. You can't go that hard on the intro of the podcast, bro. Man, what's going on, y'all? You know what I'm saying? Happy Monday. You know, I hope you guys are uh hope you guys are feeling good this morning. Hope you guys, you know, had a good week last week. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you feel relaxed, you know, renewed, refreshed other positive things, you know, that have to do with, uh, uh, you know, you know, just, 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 you know, energy, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Ain't that what we about? We about that energy, bro. Um, I had a pretty solid, uh, past seven days. If I do say so myself, I'm actually, I'm actually up early, early, early doing the podcast this morning, uh, uh, Cause, you know, listen, bro, you know what I mean, you know, gotta gotta got down, um, you know, get the get the baby looked at. You know what I'm saying? That's how, you know, that's that, that's how that goes. All right. You know, you put a baby inside a woman and now everybody is very interested in what is happening inside of this lady's uterus, uh, because you nutted in it. And that's just uh um, that's just how science works. You know what I mean? Uh in order to gain you know, the reason why they haven't developed a cure for cancer is because no one has nutted on a tumor. You know what I mean? There's no reason for them to want to be invasive about treating cancer because there is no uh, sexual excrement, you know what I mean, involved. Uh, that's why uh, you know, that's that's I don't know. I'm uh you know, I'm I, you know, I do feel like it it seems kind of invasive, you know what I mean? Just a little bit. Just a bunch of strangers pressing on your stomach and putting gel on you. That's weird. All right. All right, You're putting these cold instruments inside of people, but you know, it's, you know, you know, I'm just kind of, like, you know, it shouts out to women for no reason. You know what I mean? Y'all be, I don't know if things have to happen or things just be happening or we just, you know, have just, we just don't care enough to update the way things are done. Uh, you know, for, for women's health, but you know, Hey, y'all some troopers, bro. Just getting violated for medical reasons. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm fucking up early. And then I just had my uh, afternoon volunteered away to sub at a middle school. I didn't want to sub at, you know what I'm saying? You know how that goes. You know what I mean, bro? You know, you do a good job for the county one time and then they just don't know when to leave you alone and they will even recruit your own your own peoples they'll recruit your own peoples against you to take away your free time I used to have my Mondays to myself I don't know when the next Monday I'm gonna have because I'm working next Monday and I'm pretty sure I'm working the Monday after that you know what I mean so I don't know when I'm gonna have a Monday to myself again but I tell you what it ain't happening no time soon this was gonna be my last Monday afternoon to myself and it has been stripped away by public education goddamn tell your teachers to start showing up to work you know what i mean y'all got a very important job. y'all can't just be missing work like that you lazy bitches i know y'all got personal lives and i'm not i didn't even mean to come for you like that i'm upset that i gotta do something today how about that let's how about we just turn that projection of anger anger that projection of anger back on self because that's just really what's happening right now um I had a solid weekend though, I'll tell you that much. Had a solid week, you know what I mean? Uh did some subbing, you know what I mean? I subbed out of elementary school, you know, because you know I'm trying to get back in that daddy mode, you know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to get in that daddy mode, you know? Trying to trying to learn how to interact with the with the youths. Cause like teenage, adolescents and up, I'm like, bro, that shit easy. All you gotta do is just talk to them like they people, cause they people. But like Below that, like, like, mm, like sixth grade and below, bro, you know, that's a, that's a special type of person. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're still at a very fragile stage, but, um, you know, I was out here, uh, you know, just trying to be a positive influence. These elementary school kids, one student, uh, drew a picture for me. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm at right now. I get pictures drawn for me and kids tell me that I remind them of their daddy. If they daddy didn't cuss so much. Mom like, woof you don't see me at home. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty solid. Uh, Yo, yeah, I was in Greenville, South Carolina. Boy, let me tell you something, bro. Alchemy Comedy. Alchemy Comedy and the New South Comedy Festival. Let me tell you something. That That is a quality comedy festival right there. That's a quality room. It reminded me so much of like the basement idiot box, right? So it's just like, except it's almost like... Oh no, first, downtown Greenville is low-key beautiful I low-key fuck with it It's, it's honestly a very nice It has a similar vibe to uh, It's almost like a cross between uh. Downtown Greensboro And maybe a little bit of like Downtown Raleigh-ish It's like a nice little Like it's not too big of a city City, You know But it's it's very It's very pedestrian friendly I'll tell you that much It's a very nice place to walk around and uh, to get into the club, it's like you go downstairs, like off the street, like, you know, you walk down the street and then you'll there's like a flight of steps that goes downstairs to like the coffee shop and comedy club. You just walk down the steps, you know what I'm saying? It just makes you feel cool because all of a sudden you're on street level with everybody else. The next thing you know, I'm now underground, you know, telling jokes to strangers, you know. Uh, and you know, it, it reminded me so much of the other airbox, not just because it was attached to a coffee shop and also below the ground, but it's just like the just the vibe of the club, or just I don't know, it's just super good vibe. Shouts shout out to shouts out to that, shouts out to Harrison Brookie, you know what I mean, for for setting that up. Uh, you know, he, he puts on a great festival, and uh, he his name his last name is the same as a delicious. A uh, dessert that you can get from Pizza Change. You know what I mean? A nice little brookie, you know? Uh, Y'all you know, met this guy there, Kenny Hughes, bro. This blind guy. Blind comic. That nigga is so funny. That nigga is, I have never met someone so funny that I can't see. Because he is... He has the best observational humor I've ever heard in my life. And it makes me feel a type of way. Because the nigga can't observe nothing. I'm like, bro. Who is telling you that this is going on in the world, bro? I don't know when. Oh, well, I think I don't think he was always blind, though. I want to say that was that's. Well, I don't know. Listen, I don't know how uh, handicaps work, or maybe or disabilities. I don't know. I don't know what the proper f- word. You know what I mean? Like they, they keep changing these terms on us. You know what I mean? You know, are they are they disabled or are they they are they handicapped? Right? Are they are they just? Uh, Sensory divergent You know what I mean You know They just They don't You know They they just got different Levels of senses You know what I mean But anyway That dude was funny as shit bro. So shout out to uh, Kenny Hughes If you guys ever get to see him Kenny Hughes Is an amazing uh, Stand up comic Um What else Happened comedy wise Oh Your boy was back in the Nook Got down Back in the Nook Back in Roanoke Uh with, uh, Neil Hoover and David DeCaro Got down, that shit was fun Got damn, good-ass show Shout out to L.A. Preston, bro L.A. Preston be putting on some good-ass shows If you're ever in the Southern Virginia area Especially Roanoke and, uh, Rocky Mount, Virginia bro. If you're ever in that area, bro Go catch you a real comedy show, alright R-E-A-L, alright That's, that's, that's just That's the name of the actual shows, alright Not just, you know, a flex It's just the name of the shows, alright but yeah, LA Preston, bro, shouts out to you, man. Putting on just amazing shows. Um, yo, we almost hit a deer on the way home, though. Let's, you know, like a real like like prize buck, you know what I'm saying? Almost hit him. And uh I, you know, I would have been none the wiser. All right. I would have been none the wiser. Cause I was most definitely fast asleep in that passenger seat. Like I just felt the car jerk and I opened my eyes and it was a fucking deer. You know what I mean? It was just a deer just with big ass horns, you know what I mean, or antlers, I guess you, you you would call them. And uh yo, shout out to Neil for drinking that high-octane coffee at the show cuz who would have thought that we would have needed this nigga to enter the matrix in the middle of a rural of Virginian highway. You know what I'm saying? Yo, 220 got to do something, you know, once you get in Virginia, bro, you got they got to do something about that. It's just I don't, I don't I don't know what's happening. First of all, I don't know how these deer are traversing these insanely steep hills, all right? I'm talking about some of these hills in Virginia, bro, go damn near straight down. You know what I mean? Damn near uh, just a straight, I guess, would that would that be 90 degrees? A straight 90 degrees just down. Just skew, pew, you know what I mean? It is But somehow they're staying on their feet and trying to uh, ruin motorists. And their motor skills You know what I'm saying <laughs> You know what I'm saying uh, And you know uh, you know, I feel like I feel like Neil Is down enough limbs Alright I feel like that man Is down enough limbs Okay We thought he was Going to lose an arm A couple months ago I was just like God damn Neil That boy need to be In a bubble But fortunately That man That man got them, That Neil Hoover Is 3% body fat And 100% reaction time I'll tell you that much it was fucking, uh, I was, I was very, I felt very safe besides the fact that his car has the most comfortable racing style seats ever. Usually racing seats are kind of like uncomfortable if you're in them for more than 20 minutes, you know, cause then just got your shoulders all fucked up. But I don't know. I don't know if his like, if the seats in this car were just wide enough for my big ass or I don't, I don't know what it was, but it was Neil Hoover inspires me financially. I'll tell you that much, you know? he makes me want to do a lot better in this world, uh, than what I'm doing. Cause you know, you know, but, uh, under like, you know, if we were to hit that deer, I feel like being asleep would have been the best state of consciousness for me to be in, you know, hitting the deer. Cause I, you know, I feel like, I feel like it's something about like, uh, like when your muscles are just completely relaxed, like during some sort of like impact or collision, or you're being like rag dolled, from your current position on earth it uh, doesn't like keep you from like Breaking shit and tearing shit I don't know I don't know how true that is You know what I'm saying It sounds right Because it's not it like like stuntmen Like when, you're, when they're like doing like a fall Like especially like down the hill Or just something crazy Some high velocity uh, Movement You know what I mean Like they just kind of Like they don't really Try to stop themselves They just kind of let their bodies Go with the momentum Until they can gain some sort of control Or something like that I don't know All right. I don't, uh, I don't extreme like that. You know what I mean? I try to stay as safe and stable as possible because, you know, I feel like, listen, I'm going to be honest, bro. After, after you hit like 215, 225 pounds, like in that range, bro, like most collisions, uh, become extremely more dangerous. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's really just more so about the, the mass and just the amount of, uh, inertia. You know what i mean or i guess opposing inertia that it takes to just knock you off course at that point especially like I, I personally i got like a lower center of gravity you know what i mean so i'm a very i'm very i'm very bound to the earth you know what i mean i'm very bound to the earth so uh you know i take uh, i take collisions at a very uh extreme capacity you know but uh but i do feel like I, but i feel like i've heard that you know you're supposed to kind of like if you're ever in like a collision. Or you're just kind of being tossed around like on some ragdoll shit because of accident or whatever. You're supposed to just like kind of relax your muscles and just somehow absorb like all like the energy and momentum. And then like pass through it like a like a like an airbender. You know what I mean? Uh, actually, I feel like I, I think I, I read a story or heard a story about this lady who slept like through a tornado. Like she was asleep in her home and a tornado came through. And she woke up like a quarter mile from where her house used to be. You know what I mean? Which, first off, what a what a heavy sleeper. You know what I mean? You gotta be such a heavy sleeper to not wake up during a tornado. Cause a, a tornado sounds like just the most like a Hellcat freight train. You know what I mean? It's just it's just the, the most powerful sound. You know what I'm saying? Just is literally air moving at over 100 miles an hour in such a small circle you know what i mean but uh somehow she she i guess just because she was asleep and just limp you know what i mean she survived it and i'm assuming this only works if you don't hit your head you know what i mean i feel like a, I feel like a solid uh smack to the head at any given point in time while you're ragdolling is enough to for permanent damage You know what I'm saying However severe your permanent damage is You know That You know Anywhere between just Paralyzed And death Alright I feel like that's just what, I feel like that's just what happens Or some sort of uh, Retardation You know what I mean Cause you know It's a brain injury uh, But yeah yo, know, uh One thing actually Not a thing about it You know what I'm saying One thing I want to tell y'all niggas Right I actually uh, Speaking of Uh insane collisions i remember uh when i was a kid i cracked my skull right like i just just the shit was this shit was fucked up you know what i'm saying shit was it was was cracked it was bad like i was at like an after-school care and i was uh they they had like one computer this is a long time ago all right there was no computer labs it was one fat boxy ass desktop all right like those little like beige ass dell computers right and uh you know, they're like, you know, they had games on it. It was like Dig Dug and shit like that. And, you know, I wanted to watch, uh, I was like maybe six, seven or something like that. And, uh, you know, I was wanting to watch the older kids play Dig Dug. So, but, you know, I couldn't see because I'm small. So I climbed up. There was like a stack of like wooden tables, like those old ass, like church tables. Where it's like only the legs fold in, you know what I mean? Like the actual table don't fold because it's just real tree. And uh, so, you know, we, I, I climb up on top of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm watching these, I'm watching these uh, other kids play Dig dug. And, you know, I'm uh I'm really into it. You know what I mean? I'm really into it. So I started leaning, right? I started leaning a little bit, trying to see. And then next thing I know, I'm just falling. You know what I mean? I just I'm just falling. And then whackabow. You know what I mean? Like I just like face first, like forehead first. Onto the corner of this computer, or on onto the corner of the computer desk, and then blood splattered everywhere, like it was Mortal Kombat type shit. Like it got on like the fucking kid at the computer. Blood was on the computer. You know, everybody's pretty much everybody is screaming. You know what I mean? Everybody's screaming. The kids screaming. Everybody is very upset uh, that I just possibly died in front of everybody. Right? Because like I'm like I'm like just. Like my body never hits the ground. Like my head is on the side of the computer desk and I'm just kind of like, you know what I mean? I'm just being, I'm just being held up by the strength of my neck. You know what I mean? And, uh, I lift my head up, you know, I see just blood on the, on the shit and I'm kind of like, oh, that's, that looks like a mess. You know what I mean? That, that looks like a mess. So then like, uh, one of the counselors just gets all the kids. Tells them to go outside, like they just go out to the playground or whatever at the little after-school care thing. And uh, I go up to another one of the counselors, and I, you know, and listen, I don't listen. When you're a kid, you don't really realize how young other people really are, because uh, I'm one of the counselors. Was is, is a 19-year-old uh, white girl. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you anything about that demographic, but they don't handle uh, emergencies well. You know what I mean? Like They they don't work too good under pressure. 19 year old white women do not work very well under pressure. And, um, you know, she I go up to her because I'm just like, I need help. And she sees she sees my my face. And she starts freaking out, you know, which starts making me cry. And then listen, this is, you know, listen. I don't know why she did this, but she did. And she like placed me in front of a mirror so I could see why everyone else was freaking out and nigga I saw just all this blood running down my face and I just see like an exposed part of my skull and you know and I I touch it and it's just blood it's just blood all over my hand I start I'm 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 traumatized you know what I'm saying I'm just crying you know I think I'm dying you know and, uh, you know, they, you know, they are pretty much what the, what this 19-year-old young woman does. She goes and she calls older black people uh, because they always seem to know what to do. You know what I mean? And, you know, let's let's be honest, bro. I feel like that's just right, all right? For whatever reason, older black people got all the answers. And, uh, you know, they came in, you know, they they kind of helped clean me up a little bit. They wrap me up. They called my mom uh, so my mom could take me to the emergency room and stuff. And uh, my mom pulls up to the daycare. And, you know, the the counselor just kind of does one of those like, all right, before before I show you, you got to promise you won't get mad. All right. Like she she pulls one of those. So my mom is already kind of like, all right, I'm about to fuck this little white girl up, you know. And, uh, you know, the another counselor brings me out and my mom just sees like the the gauze on my head and like the blood. Right. That's just that's that is just coming through the gauze on my forehead. So, you know, she's kind of like, she's, you know, kind of like, you know, hyperventilating a little bit. You know how moms be. And she's like, all right, okay, okay, let's see what we're working with here. And they peeled like just a little bit of the gauze back. My mom saw my fucking forehead and legitimately passed out. Like some, like someone had to stand behind her and catch her before she hit the ground, passed the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I guess I'm being a little too hard on this 19-year-old white woman because she maintain her consciousness through the whole situation also i feel like job on the line all right you didn't already let this child fall to what we thought would have been imminent death because it was it was a side of like six eight feet up you know what i mean just a stack of tables you know so which is apparently dangerous um so you know we end up going to the emergency room and uh i don't I don't I don't understand why they're calling an emergency room. Cause it, you I, I was there bleeding out of my head for a solid two to three hours before anybody saw me. All right. Before anybody saw me. I was I was just out there watching. I think they, they put up cartoons on the uh on the T V in the waiting room. And then uh, you know, next thing I know, this all literally the only thing I remember after that, I remember uh getting Cheetos out of the vending machine. Then I remember going, actually, they finally uh, take me back to, you know, and they, they, they stick your boy up, you know what I mean? Which was, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest, bro. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not a big fan of like hospitals and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm just not, it's just not my thing, you know? I feel like it's just. Too much. I feel like once you have to go to the hospital, there's so much out of your control, right? So I, but not, and maybe this is why. Maybe I was traumatized by this hospital experience because I remember just being awake. Like they just numbed my head. They like numbed my forehead, and then but I stayed awake and just watched these niggas like just fuck with my skull and stitch me up. But I can like, I couldn't feel nothing except for like the pressure of them like working on my shit. And then I got McDonald's afterwards. So I guess everything worked out. And I guess we can only assume that every decision I've made since I was six is the result of CTE. Right. Because no one seems super concerned about any sort of brain damage. Right. Which I'm kind of like, you know, that's, you know, I feel like that's any sort of head trauma. That's like the first thing we should be concerned about. You know what I mean? And uh, I for sure had a concussion. And it most definitely was not my last concussion, you know? So, there's a sad story for you about uh, how I almost died, both as a child and an adult yesterday. Um, not yesterday, but I guess Saturday, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Anyway, all right. What's else I want to talk to you guys about? Oh, bro. So, um, Saturday morning, I... Uh, my boy Jameson and, uh, and my dad came to help me clean off, like, the porch and the sunroom and stuff like that. And uh, first off, let me, let me go ahead and say I was not expecting to enjoy my Saturday morning of house chores as much as I did. It's just something about when you put three black dads together that love conspiracy theories and self-defense tactics. It's, it's just a good morning. You know what I mean? Right, we are over here just talking about all the, uh, all the perils of the Matrix, you know? As well as just, you know, oh, look, look, let's talk about all these guns and knives and things that we're interested in. Because I don't know about, I don't know about you guys, but your boy, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I want to protect my peoples. You know what I mean? I already let, this house is low-key built like a bunker. Let's keep it hot. Like, this shit is like brick and concrete and whatever, and for whatever reason, wood 100 years ago was just the strongest shit in the world. And uh, so I'm kind of like, you know. I, you know, I'm protected from the elements, but I need to be protected from, you know, my enemies, you know, so we were just kind of discussing those things, you know, but uh, you know, afterwards, you know, we're hanging out, we're talking, and then uh, my dad leaves and then Jameson decides to show us this movie called Blood and Bone, all right, Blood and Bone is named this movie, first of all, let me go ahead and say, like, the story is good, acting ass, just the worst acting ever, right, right, and even then, like, it takes them forever to really get to, like, what's pushing the story forward. Like, I, I feel like the first half of the movie, the story is just kind of happening for no real reason. And then they slowly start, you know, giving you a little bit of context to what's going on. But it, like, Blood and Bone, basically, it's like if Tyler Perry wrote Deadpool and casted Michael Jai White. All right. That's, that's basically what the whole movie is, is if Michael Jai White is Deadpool written by Tyler Perry. All right. Because like, it's just, just this vigilante, uh, anti-hero, ex-con guy who I guess all he does is just save and protect uh, the children and baby mamas of fallen cellmates, all right? Like if you went to prison and you met this nigga and you got killed in prison, just know that whenever he gets out, Michael Jai White is going to take care of your baby mama and your kids, all right? That's what he does. He has an undefined quasi-sexual relationship with your baby mama's landlord, all right? That's just that's just how Tyler Perry writes movies, you know what I mean? I don't know who wrote Blood and Bone, but I'm almost certain it was Tyler Perry. Almost certain. Michael Jai White is an underrated actor, though. And I don't know if just the rest of the acting was so bad in that movie that it made Michael Jai White look like Denzel Washington. But even then, I've seen Michael John White do some really good, really good shit. Black Dynamite, that's good. You know what I'm saying? The movie and the cartoon. Uh, Why Did I Get Married? The first and second one, very good. All right, very good. Tyler Perry movies, actually. So, uh, you know, maybe, and and I'm kind of like, you know, I feel like Michael John White is a little too good for a Tyler Perry movie. But uh, I'm glad that he doesn't care about money or whatever. That is a good movie, though. Dope ass fight scenes. Michael Jai White's nasty as shit. He's the black Bruce Lee. Uh, you know. So I think we should all we should all be supporting uh, Michael Jai White's career and life decisions, I guess. Um Alright, so before I want to get off, I do gotta I do gotta say some stuff about things that upset me, alright? The Panthers suck. Period. Alright? Just period. I didn't even watch the whole game. I, I I barely watched the first half because as soon as I cut the game on, it was like maybe like halfway through the first quarter, and it was already like 21 to 0. And then just by by halftime. By half nigga by halftime. 35 to 0. Cincinnati Bengals over the Carolina Panthers. And I was so offended. I don't even I don't even know what the final score was. I know at one point it got to like 40 something to seven. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know what I mean? You know, why? You know, like, I wonder if the Panthers also understand that they too are professional athletes, you know. Baker Mayfield need to go, like that nigga need to be gone, like out the NFL, bro. You know, you you, you could have had a solid little uh, career. If you were just willing to be a backup quarterback in Cleveland, but you were like, no, I wanna start in Carolina and just ruin uh David Goolsby's perspective of his home state, right? Like I'm 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 this close to just watching, like, I feel like the only professional sports team in North Carolina worth watching is the Carolina Hurricanes, right? So I'm like I'm about to start getting into hockey because I need a reason to smile at the end of a game. You know what I mean? just a reason to smile you know I, and I understand the hurricanes might not win everything but I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they make it to the playoffs about every year about every year they make it to the playoffs if I'm not mistaken they, they they've won a few Stanley cups maybe in the last 10 15-ish years you know and that's all I'm looking for that's all I'm looking for it's just oh every every three years give me uh give me a Just give me a, just a glimmer of hope that maybe something miraculous will happen, right? Is the Panthers just, half the fucking hornets is in jail right now. You know what I mean? Fucking uh, Miles Bridges out here beating up women and drinking lean and whatnot. Montrez Harold is out here. Just, I don't know why, trafficking pounds of marijuana across the South for whatever reason. I don't know why. This shit don't make no fucking sense to me. I'm just like, why don't y'all niggas just play the sport you get paid, tens of millions of dollars to play and just make me happy one day out of the week. You know what I'm saying? One punk ass evening or afternoon out of the week, I just want to be like, you know what? Everything is going to be all right in cackalacky. And I never get it. I just never get it because all y'all niggas want to do is lose and go to jail. All right. That's all y'all niggas want to do. But, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's my, that's my fucking, uh, my rant on Carolina sports tune in next week for probably an even more irate version of the last three minutes of this podcast. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, I appreciate y'all niggas listening to this. I appreciate y'all you know, supporting your boy, doing all the things that you'd be doing, so that I feel like I can still do this podcast without losing my fucking mind. All right, um, you know, I just I, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like family to me. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all listen to my innermost thoughts. You know, but what what else can I ask from a group of strangers besides listen to my most inner thoughts? Um. Oh, just a quick little show announcement. I'm gonna be in Locust, North Carolina this Friday at the Brew Room. Locust is like right between Charlotte and uh Albemarle. All Albemarle, North Carolina, right? Um, so if if you're if you're in the uh, if you're in the in the in the 704, you know what I mean, or the nine eight oh, depending on where you live. Um yo, pull up on your boy. It's a free fucking show, bro. It's a free show. All you gotta do is pull up, you know what I'm saying? Maybe buy some drinks, you know what I'm saying? Maybe 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 you know, cop some stickers at the end of the show. That's all you really gotta do. Have a good time, you know. So if you free the brew room this Friday, November 11th, November 11th, um, Uh Locust, North Carolina at the brew room, all right. Uh Nick Chacho's gonna be there. David is gonna be there. Jordan Century is hosting. It's gonna be a banger, bitch. Um, but yeah. Y'all already know what it is though, every week what we do, bro. What we do every week, what we do every week, bro. 7 to 10 people, make them smile, all right? Including yourself, so that's really 69. 69 sexually, all right? Sexually, okay? Um so you know y'all 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 keep doing your thing, bro. Dude, you know, let's listen to the outro. Listen to the ad, you know, and just, you know, support your boy, you know, cuz I'm I'm trying to support you, you know. Um but yeah, all right, I'm, I'm done fucking uh, rambling today. Uh, love y'all. Have a great week. Have a great rest of your day. Go call your friends and your families. Let them know you love them, you're thinking about them, that you appreciate them. All those sorts of things, right? Because when you give love, you get love. And that's just how the world works, baby. Um, but yeah, I see y'all niggas. I love you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? My baby mama over here having a little bit of that morning sickness. So I'm finna go tend to that real quick. Uh, love y'all. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed yourself and want to see all the shit that I be doing, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Gooop with the OOP. That's G O O W A P W I T D A O O W A P. You can also follow me on Twitter at sir That's S I R GOOP. I also have a Patreon if you want to support a nigga, you know what I'm saying, with a little bit of monetary, you know what I'm saying, realness. You know what I mean? Uh, and you can also find me on Patreon at Guwap with the Uop. I appreciate y'all. Y'all rate and y'all review and y'all share this podcast with everybody you love. And, you know, we just keep doing big things, bro. All right. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay up. You know what I'm saying? And I love you.